Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Father, we thank you, we bless you. We praise you, we magnify you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Jesus. Good morning, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, 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 thank you. My God, thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. Thank you, Nisi Harris, for sharing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. We lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you for all of you who are sharing. Um, I've never had this much problems since like the beginning of connection and service. And I'm just going to thank the Lord. I'm going to thank Thank you for strong internet connection and Wi-Fi. And I'm just going to rejoice in him today. I just thank him and I bless him and I praise him. My God. And I'm gonna, I'm not going to give any place to the devil today. And I don't want you to either. About before the king. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is why um, it's so important for us to get up early and do warfare. Uh <laughs> Um, so that the enemy knows that he doesn't have victory, right? Because when God has already purposed a thing, it's going to manifest. We have to fight against the warfare in our mind. We have to fight against the attacks of the enemy. We have to fight against what he's trying to say or what he's trying to put on. But the Lord had already told me, he had already given me a word for myself today. And so that is why, um, I'm a firm believer that to rise early, like I'm a firm believer before you start your day, before you connect to anything else, you need to be rise. You need to be up. You need to have your praise on. You need to have your warfare on. I'm a firm believer in getting your butt out the bed. I was just talking to my kids about that. Like you got to get the butt, your butt up out the bed because the enemy is not fair. He is not playing games. He does not care. And the warfare is always against your mind. And the warfare is always against your heart, right? Because he knows our hearts have to be right towards God. And so even fighting, even, come on, Carmen, even fighting like, even fighting like with internet connection or whatever else, like the internet connection failing is not really that big deal. It's my mindset towards the situation. It's my mind. It's like my mindset towards the situation. It's my mindset. I was telling my sons. I was telling my sons yesterday. I said I can't stay. I can't stay. I can't stay in the bed. Like I. I cannot. I cannot stay in the bed. Like people are like, oh, you need to. Re-. I can't. I can't. I can't afford to. I can't afford to. I gotta get up. 
I got to I gotta praise and worship God. I need to connect to God. He is my life source. Like I have to push into a space that that I, that's required of me, but also that I need. It's not even of what's necessarily required of me. It's, 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 it is required of me, but it's what I long for. It's the thing that gives me the victory over the enemy every day. Kim, he'll never fight fair. He's never going to fight fair. He, he, he's always trying to levelize it. And so I have had to learn to press in a space and pray and press in a space and pull on God and build my mind. And every time I get up, me too, Shamika, if I do it, it throws my days off. Every time I get up out the bed, every time I pull away from my comfort zone, every time I push into the things of the spirit, he always prepares me for what the enemy is trying to do. He always he always, he always prepare me. Even before I connect to you guys, like even before I connect to you guys, I'm almost up two hours before I connect to you because I need to hear from him. Because like I need to hear from him because he's king of kings, because he's lord of lords, because he's the great I am, because he's the prince of peace. I need my direction. I need my wisdom. I need my clarity. And what I've learned is like 15 minutes will throw me off. Can I just be real? 15 minutes will throw me off. 15. I, I can say that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I heard him this morning say, I need you to get up. Can I just be real with y'all? And I was laying there for like a couple more minutes. Like I was laying there. He said, Lakeisha, I need you to get up. I need you to get up. I need you to get up and go to war. And he had me warring for marriages. Like he had me warring for marriages. Like I understand the assignment on my life. I understand. I understand the assignment. He was like, I need you to get up and I need you to get out of bed. And I'm just going to be real. I just laid there for like a few more minutes. I was like just laying there. And I felt like I almost heard him yell, get up. <laughs> so I had to get up. Like I had to position myself and I had to get up out the bed. And I just kind of left out and I said, yes, sir, I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. And he began, he began to give me the scriptures and he began to give me the strategies to begin to pray for our marriages and pray for our family and pray. And so I, I know, I know. Come on now, Lord. I don't even know why we was going. I know rising early is important. I know rising early is important. I know the bed feel good, but I know rising early is important. Rising early before you connect to anything else. And I know it's hard when you've been so comfortable and so used to um, doing things a particular way. And, and I know it's going to require some adjustment out of you. But in this season, you're going to have to get up. <laughs> Thank you. That you're gonna have to get up. You're gonna have to get up. It's a strategy to this. In this season, this ain't about you. In this season, this ain't about your comfortability. In this season, we warn for marriages. In this season, we warn for our children. In this, in this season, we warn for our success, our vision, the purpose. We warn for the kingdom of God. We warn for the kingdom of God. So I heard him. I said, get up. I heard him. Like I felt like he was yelling at me. Like, get up. <laughs> Yes, sir. Let me get up. He, we got to fight for marriages this morning. Like we got to fight for marriages this morning, Lakeisha. If a thousand put, if one put a thousand to flight, like if one put a thousand to flight and then two or three or four or five intercessors are up. Do you know what's probably happening in the spirit realm? The devil is already defeated, but we are invoking. We are invoking. Come on, Holy Spirit. I feel you. We are invoking. We are invoking God's will into this earth. You can't lay down in this season. 
You can't lay down. You're going to have to stir the gift up. You're going to have to fan the flame. You're going to have to seek his face. You're going to have to yearn for him. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to do your due diligence in this season. A life is like a life is waiting on you. A marriage is waiting on you. Something is waiting on you in this season. Your your mouth. The, the Lord has been dealing with me about um, words and emojis and how sometimes we lose our words and emojis because it's the mouth. It's the mouth that brings or sets the atmosphere, right? It's our words that set and frame the atmosphere. It's our words that command our morning. It's our words that set our day. And he was like... Stop using them. Use your words. And I was like, my God, that's what advances the kingdom, Lakeisha, your words. So early rising, Mark 1 and 35, and rising very early in the morning while it is still dark, he departed and went out to desolate places, and there he prays. Psalms 143 and 8, let me hear in the morning of your steadfast love, for you I trust. <laughs> Make me know the way I should go, for you I lift up my soul. That's so powerful. Powerful. He said, let me hear in the morning of your steadfast love. Proverbs 31, 15. She rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. Yes, nay, breaking and destroying yokes. Yep, you're going to have to rebuke the laziness. You're going to have to bring the rebuke the comfort, com comfortability. Psalms 119 and 148. My eyes are awake before the watches of night that I may meditate on your promise. You have to go to bed at night. You got to shut your face down. You got to shut your social media down. You're going to have to put yourself in a position. You're going to have to choose God above everything else in this season. And it's going to take a push. And it's going to take a steadfastness. And it's going to take a level of commitment. But can I tell you, God will give you the strength to do. It's not in you. It's the greater one working in you, right? Greater work. It will. It will, it will, it will, Frankie, it will, it will distract you. It will pull you in. It is so easy to do. But had I not been up and warring and praying and stretching myself when the Wi-Fi went down this morning, <laughs> then I would have been in an uproar, right? I would have been like, oh, the devil is so busy. No, forget the devil. <laughs> forget the devil. Let me equip my mind to shift, to transition. God is so good to us. He will give us everything we need. Romans 13 and 12, the night is far gone. The day is at hand. So then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. That's brand new mercies every daily, right? Providing us the strategy we need. Psalms 127 2, it is vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil for he gives to his beloved sleep. And if sleep is your problem, that is not from God, right? It is vain that you rise up early and go, no, we need to get good rest. Luke 1, 7, 7 and 8, because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high. My God. John 8 and 2, early in the morning, he came again to the temple. All the people came to him and he sat down. Jesus was an early riser. Jesus was a, Jesus was a early, early riser. Every time, early rise, every time encounters with God, 
are had had their had early in the morning. So you know, if you got a work day, you know God has called you to do the devo devotional. We just might have to rise a little early to be in position. I don't know who this is for. I don't know what this is for. Yes, okay, Holy Spirit, thank you. It's strategies. God is providing strategies for us in order for us to be able to finish this quarter fourth quarter at the capacity. Can I tell you, your intimacy is built with God early in the morning. Your intimacy is built with God. He will give you the strategies for the day. He will give you the wisdom for the day. Can I tell you something? And when you are not rushed, you will really hear from God. When people tell me they're hearing from God and they're rushed all the time, I'm like, how does that work for them? Because anytime I'm rushed, I cannot hear from God like that. Anytime I'm clouded with my own judgment and I'm clouded with my own thinking. So we got to rise early so that the Lord can give us strategies. We got to rise early so that we can walk in his peace. We got to rise early so that he can be intentional, intentional with us. First Thessalonians 5 and 5 says, for you are children of the light, children of the day, we are not of the night or of the darkness. Like we are not of the night of the darkness. Luke 20, and I hear the Holy Spirit saying strong. He longs to provide you with the strategies and the things that you need in this next season. My God, he longs. I hear you, Holy Spirit. He longs you to give you the wisdom that you need in this next season, but you're going to have to seek him early, baby. You're going to have to seek him early. You're going to have to get up. You're going to have to get up beyond just this devotional. You're going to have to seek his face, which means you're probably going to have to shut down at night. You're going to have to pray. Pray scriptures of sweet sleep before you go to bed so that you can rise early so you can thwart every plan of the enemy. He had already told me some things about the the devil today. He had already told me Psalms 4, 42 and 8 says, by day, the Lord commands his steadfast love. And at night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. So Father God, we thank you for your word and your strength and the courage to be able to rise, to be able to meet you at the place in which you would have us meet us. Me, I thank you for the devotional today. I thank you for the strategies. I thank you, Father God, for unlocking Thank you for unlocking us today. Thank you for uh, unlocking us so that we go higher in the things of God, so that we come into a deeper relationship of you, Lord God. We will not be lazy. We will not make excuses. We will not hold on to our beds any longer. We will rise. We will get in position. We will get in place. My God, we will monitor our time because our time belongs for you. Father God, forgive us for wasting our time on things that do not concern you in this season. Father, forgive us for wasting our time on things that that are no of no consequence to you, Lord God. Father God, increase us our discernment, increase our wisdom. Holy Spirit, we need to hear you say, go this way and that way. We need strategies and wisdom and knowledge as mothers. We need strategies and wisdom and knowledge as wives. We need strategies and wisdom and knowledge as employers. We need strategy and wisdom and knowledge as employees. We need strategy and wisdom and knowledge as kingdom citizens. Father God. Psalms 119 and 147 says, I rise before dawn and cry for help. I hope in your words. Yeah, this spirit of complacency, I canceled that assignment. I it, Can I tell you something about complacency? Can I speak Holy Spirit? Can I tell you about some complacency? Complacency lets us operate in our own judgment of what's good to God. 
And we're not on works. We're not on works. I'm not talking about works. I'm talking about the relationship. Like, like remember, we're learning God as the good shepherd. We're in Psalms 23. We stopped right at the second verse um, where it says he, we're right at the verse where it says he makes us lie down. Complacency is when we operate in our own judgment of what's good to God. We have our own standard of what's good to God. Um, it's not about our Bible reading. It's not, we do all of those things to connect to God. We read our Bible, we study, we're here because we want to grow in our relationship with God and we want to know more of God. But what complacency does for us, complacency lets us create the standard when God's standard looks different. Create, um, complacency allows us to work according to a lot of isms. Complacency allows us to, um, decide what's God's very best for us when God has already said, I have a different best for you. And so if we're going to deal with complacency in our life, then we really yield and submit ourselves. We submit our day. How do we submit our day to God? God, this day belongs to you, Father. This is not my day today. I'm not going to tell you how this day should go, right? So when he told me, get your butt up out the bed and pray, I need you to get up out the bed and pray. I need you to get up in war for marriages. It wasn't Lakeisha continue to lay there, right? Because I'm your servant. I'm, I'm, your, ser- I'm your servant. I'm here for you, right? And so I I need to be able to move. Yeah, somebody is waiting. We're your vessel, right? And so complacency lets me set the standard, the benchmark. And then because complacency is restrictive, it's almost like a rubber band, right? Um, It pulls in resistance. And so then when I am pushing into something greater, it will tell me it's not necessary. Tell me it's not necessary. It'll say that's not necessary. That's what complacency will do. It'll tell me it's not necessary. It'll tell me I don't have to go to this depth in God when really something inside of me is crying out for higher, when something inside of me is crying for more, when something inside of me is crying for something deeper and longing, right? We learned God as the Jesus as the living water, right? When we are thirsty, when we are thirsty, Come on, Holy Spirit. When we are thirsty, the the thirst trap, the thirst trap that's set for us is for us to fulfill our thirst through anything else, through anything else besides God. That's the thirst trap that we attach ourselves to other things that will fulfill our thirst other than God. And when we are, because we are repetitive in nature, because we are repetitive in nature, because we are systematic and we've created our systems and our things that we walk, we walk in and we work in, right? Then complacency creates this little thing that says to us, operate in the confines of where you're comfortable operate in the words like God doesn't put a demand on us like God doesn't stretch us that's what complacency says to us keep stay in your little box right and then every time we stretch we'll feel the resistance and then if we don't have the warfare if we don't have the word if we don't have the Holy Spirit working in us we won't recognize it as being something that is trying to limit us from walking more into the relationship relationship of God. We won't see it as that. We will think it's our norm because we have been normal like that for so long. Right? 
Like we've been norm, we've been normal for that. That's been our norm for so long. Like that's been our norm. So when the Lord starts saying, seek us early, because we like, man, we boo for y'all who booed up. We like to lay in the bed with our booze, right? We like to put our feet and connect. We like to be warm. For those of us who don't know how to monitor our time at night and shut ourselves down and go to bed. And you do reset yourself. You do that yourself. Right. We won't uh, we won't monitor that time. We'll be like, oh, I'm just up now. If you put your phone up, if you lay in the bed, if you ask the Holy Spirit to give you sleep, if you ask the Lord to give you sleep, guess what God is going to do? He'll give you sleep because he's a God that's going to answer prayers. And if God is requiring you to be up early, then why wouldn't he give you sleep? Why wouldn't he get you sleep? And so we have to deal with complacency. We have to recognize for complacency for what it is. Complacency is always comfortable. And so when God is saying to us, nope, I need you to rise early. I need you to get up early. I need you to seek me early in the morning. Psalms 5 and 3 says, oh Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch. Well, we don't sacrifice bulls and goats anymore, right? Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. But what we do is we offer him a sacrifice of praise early in the morning. Early. Yeah, y'all get your boo up with your boo up with the Lord. Early in the morning. We early in the morning. We offer a sacrifice and then we watch for him and then we look for him to guide our day. Malachi 4 and 2. But for you who fear my name, the son of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. My God, do you see how powerful that is? The son, the son of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. You shall go out leaping like cows from the stall. The son of righteousness rises. And that's not the S-O-N, that's the S-U-N. So when the son with healing in its wings, this is telling me what we need is early in the morning. <laughs> this is telling me that what God has for us is early, like is early in the morning. First Thessalonians 5, 4 and 8 says, but you are not in darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief, for you are like children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night of the darkness. So then let us not sleep as others do. But let us keep awake and be sober for those who sleep, sleep at night and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us sober up, having put on the breastplate of faith and love and for a helmet of hope and salvation. My God, this is so powerful today. This is so this is why we rise early. This is why we position ourselves before God because we don't belong to the night. We're like we're not children children of the night. We're children of the day. And so when God is admonishing us to rise early, he's going to give us absolutely everything we need in that time, in that period, in the morning, right? In those moments, that's where the healing is going to come. That's where the strategies are going to come. That's where he's going to speak to you about your day. And then if I rise early, I don't have to rush. I don't have to rush. I don't have to rush. If I rise early, I'm not having to rush. If I rise early, nothing is interfering with my time. Can you imagine um, an hour or two, 30 minutes, whatever God is leading you to where nobody is interfering with your relationship with God? 
Can you imagine the growth between, come on, Holy Spirit, the growth between your relationship, the growth between you and God, when there is nothing in the way between you and God, there's nothing interfering, not even this devotional, even though you, we meet God here, not even, can you imagine what, what, what things will be revealed to you? Do you know how relationships, it's okay, but, but, but do you know how relationships grow? Relationships grow by spending intimate time. The most healthy relationships are those that are spent without interference so that you can get to know the character of God, so that you can get to know the ways of God, right? Not his acts. We over acts. We're living kingdom. He already promised to supply needs, but so that you can get the ways of God. So you can understand John 20 and 19 says on the evening of the day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where disciples were fear of Jews. Jesus came and stood among them. He came early in the morning and then he gave them peace and he told him he said peace be with you so there's intimacy in the morning right there's intimacy in the morning there's something that's happening in the morning time right first samuel 1 19 they rose early in the morning and worshiped worshiped before the lord my god they were early in the morning and worship like worship and really worship and if you're really not with your phone if you're really in sync and in tune worshiping him not just talking to him so can i can i give you some stages to prayer to help you can i just give you some stages to seeking him to help you i don't know why i need to give this today maybe this is help so when we wake up we first worship and praise we we worship and praise that's the first part of the day lord i worship you lord i bless you lord i praise you and we we don't just Thank him for things. We worship him. We meditate on his goodness. We meditate on who he is. And we begin to worship and thank him for all the things he is. Remember when um remember when we gave I gave you a strategy and said to you, learn how to pray the names of God. We go get the names of God. See, this is gonna take some diligence. We get the names of God. And when we get the names of God, we meditate on those names of God. And then as we begin to pray and thank him, we recognize who he is through his names of God. That is why the word is essential and so important for us so that we come into a real relationship with God, not a fake relationship with God, not a stoic relationship with God, not a religious relationship with God, but like a real relationship with your father so that you understand who your father is and how your father operates and how your father is and who your father is as good shepherd and who he is. And when we talk about him being Jehovah Jireh, we do that. We praise, we adore him, we extol him. We lift him up. And when we allow ourselves enough time, we'll do that until we feel a release. This, I, I don't, I, 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 we'll do it. So we don't just thank you, Jesus, Lord. Thank you. Bless you. Praise you. And move to the next. We do it until we feel a release. We extol him. We adore him. We bless him. We praise him. We magnify him. We glorify him. We lift up the name of Jesus until we a release, like a release, a release. And then for me, I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you for me, the next thing is I'm asking him to show me, right? Forgiveness. Show me anything in me, right? Anything in me that does not line up with you. Show me, show me anything. Reveal yourself to me, daddy God, right? And then after that, for me, I start interceding for others. Like I ask the Lord, who are we praying for today? I don't even concern. I don't go to me. Like I need to forgiveness first because I don't want unforgiveness hindering my prayers, right? So I'm in forgiveness first. Show me anything to me. Please forgive me for anything 
thing that I've done that does not align up with your perfect will. And then I take communion usually because he said, do this and often as remembrance, do this as often as you remember me. So I take communion daily because I don't, I don't ever want to teach y'all. I don't want to do anything in my own strength. I communion reminds me every day that I need Jesus. <laughs> communion reminds me every day that I need Jesus. I don't need Lakeisha. I don't need nothing else. So I take communion daily. So once I take communion and then I ask God, show me who are we praying for today? Who are we praying for? What are we praying for today? And then he'll begin to tell me what to pray. And because I'm taking my time and I'm not rushed, he will even give me the scriptures to pray, which is why it's so important for us to meditate on the word of God. This king, this is kingdom strategies. This is kingdom strategies. He'll give me the scriptures to pray. So when I was praying for marriage, he was giving me the scriptures to pray over marriage. He was giving me the words to declare because I don't pray. The Holy Spirit prays through me, which is another thing that I do. I yield my way to the, to the Holy Spirit. I yield my way. Holy Spirit, have your way in my life today. Holy Spirit, have your way in my conversations today. Holy Spirit, have your way in my text today. Holy Spirit, have your way in my post today. Holy Spirit, have your way in my emails today. Holy Spirit, you have your absolute way in my life today. I have no authority. This is it. My, I, You have your way. This is you. Walk through me. I am your vessel. And then after I give permission to the Holy Spirit, I, I thank Jesus and I ask Jesus for his holiness. Because I'm not holy on myself. I'm not holy by myself. And that's been the problem. We try to be holy on our own account. I'm not holy by myself. We're not holy. I'm not holy. And so I said, Jesus, give me your holiness. Give me, give me your holiness. My God, let, let my thoughts be your thoughts. I bind my mind to the mind of Christ. I bind my will to the will of God. Father God, let me find my strength and my trust and my truth in you. And let me tell you something. I do not pray the same way every day because if the holy spirit is praying through me my prayers switch up and change my prayers are not familiar to the ways of god like my i'm not sounding the same way the every day everything i pray for the same day sometimes he puts one person i have a list of people i pray for and then he'll put one specific person on my heart and he'll tell me sometimes it's people that i don't even know or whatever and so my prayers don't sound the same because i'm open to the holy spirit right then i also plead the blood of jesus over the day i make the blood the standard for the day my God, whoever pulling this out of me today, I make the blood the standard for the day, right? The blood is the standard. I'm, I'm pleading the blood of Jesus over my home, over y'all, over the devotional, over the neighborhood, over the city, over the state, over the nation, over the world, over my mind, over my body, over my temple, over my finances, because the blood is the standard. We won in the blood, right? And I'm holding the blood as the standard. And so after I plead the blood of Jesus over my sons that are not here, over my grandsons, over my ministry team, over my prayer team, like, and then there are some other things that I have revelation of. Like while I'm praying, I say these words, I believe I receive when I pray. Like I say, I believe I receive. And then if I feel like there's an area I'm struggling with, I pray and I ask the Lord, Lord, please help me in my unbelief. Like if I, I know I need to pray it, but it's an area where I'm finding myself still weak. Then I say, Lord, I need you to help me in my unbelief. But you told me all I need is a little bit of a mustard seed, right? All I need is a little bit of a mustard seed of faith. So I have faith in what you're saying to me and I'm trusting you and I'm believing you. And then, and then let me tell you the best part after this, I get quiet. I get quiet 
and I give him time to speak to me about my day, what needs to happen next, what doesn't need to happen next. I do not just talk to God. I have to leave myself in a position and a place where God can talk to me. Lord, what are you saying about today? Lord, what do I need to be paying attention to? Because you already promised me and told me that the Holy Spirit, that you would go before me, that you would be my rear guard, that you would lead me to the day. Lord, help me manage my emotions today. We deal with the ways I weep. Then after that, <laughs> I get up and I study the word of God and I'm studying what he's given me for today because he's already given me several other different things for y'all. I'm studying in a constant state of study because I'm a teacher of the word of God. I'm held to a different standard. I'm an evangelist, right? Um, I can say, I can say that. Thank you, Lord. Um, with, with a prophetic call in my life, like with, with, with not the office of a prophet, but with the gift of prophecy. So all of those things. And so that's, that's the way, that's the way you go. And, and I spend a lot of time being quiet, even throughout the day. I spend a lot of time being quiet because he is the master of my faith. He is the master of my universe. And I've recognized we have been socialized in some behaviors in which it will not, it lets us, it trust in the Lord with all our heart, lean not into our own understanding and all our ways acknowledge him and he shall direct our path. Well, when I am not quiet enough, I lean into my own understanding and I will answer myself or the enemy will talk to me and answer me as well. Is this helping somebody? Is this is this is this beneficial to you this morning? And so it 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 becomes a design and it becomes um the character and the basis for our relationship. Right? Uh, this is the basis for our relationship. This is how we vibe. This is how we this is how we get down. This is kind of how we rock out. This is this is how we build. And then and then this is this is independent to each person, right? This is independent to each person. This looks different for each person, right? This is, this manifests in your relationship with him because God is going to speak to you. Remember we did the series on how does God speak? God is going to speak to you how, on how he knows you here. Right. God is going to speak to you. Well, he knows you here. Well, if I'm not rising early to spend enough time with him. Right. If I'm not um, rising and positioning myself in the place to spend enough time and giving him enough light, especially if I'm a mom, especially if I got to go to work, especially if I have a husband, if I'm not taking that time to rise rise him, rise early. Like if I'm not taking that time to rise early, then I am not in a position or a place in which I'm able to develop a relationship with him. God longs for intimacy with us. Can we define intimacy? And then we're going to get out of here in just a minute. I'm not going to, I'm going to let the Holy Spirit have this. This is not what I wrote out today. Can we define intimacy today? Right? Can we define it? Um, when we talk about intimacy, the signs of true intimacy, um, when there's intimacy in a relationship, intimacy is close, familiar, and usually affectionate. Can I say that again? <laughs> Can I say that again? It's close and familiar and usually affectionate. An intimate relationship is a loving relationship with another person, right? And it's a close association with detailed knowledge 
or deep understanding of that person. I'm going to read that one more time because that just defined where we need to get to with God. And we don't get there overnight and we don't get there by doing. We get there by spending time with him and becoming familiar with who he is and beginning to understand with who he is. And God longs for intimacy with us. Um, so it says a close, a familiar, and usually affectionate or loving personal relationship, a close association with a detailed knowledge or deep understanding, a deep understanding of God. We need a deep understanding of God. We don't need to know the surface of God. We need to know who God is and how he acts and what he thinks like and how he is as father, right? What he, how he is as father. So that's close. That's affectionate. Um, I know you, I it's, it's the ways it's the ways it's the ways it's not, it's not, um, it's not, this is not because we always tie intimacy in for so long. Every time people have used the word intimacy, we always thought about sex. It's not about that. When we start talking about intimacy with God, we are coming in to a higher knowledge of who we are. We are coming in to John 17 and three says, and this is, is eternal life that they know you are the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Malachi 2 and 15 says, did he not make them one with a portion of the spirit in union? And what was the one God seeking? Godly offspring. So guard yourselves in your spirit and let none of you be faithless, faithless to the wife of your youth. And a lot of times when we see, see emphasis on marriage in the Bible, it's always parallel to our relationship with God, first John four, seven and eight, beloved, let us love one another for love is from God and whoever loves God has and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. John 15, 15, no longer do I call you servants for the servant does not know what the master is doing, but I have called you friends for all that I have heard from my father. That's intimacy. That's relationship. I have made known to you, right? And so he loves, he longs to have a level of relationship where we walk hand in hand. We see the most intimate relationship with God, with Adam and Eve in the garden. They were walking. God, they heard God walk through the garden. Like I've been praying that, Lord, I long to hear you walk with me. Like I've been asking, if I see it in the word, I pray it. I ask for it. Lord, I long for, I long for you to walk with me. I long to hear you walking with me. I long to hear the sound of you. That's how close I want to be with you. I, that's how close I want to be with you. I want to hear the sound of you. James 4 and 8 says, draw near to God and he's going to draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lord, I'm going to draw near to you because I need you to draw near to me. I need you to draw near to me. Colossians 3 and 1 reminds us, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. When we seek the things that are above, that's intimacy and that's relationship with God. And that comes with through Jesus. Like that comes through Jesus. That comes. Revelations 3 and 20, behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him. And he is with me. Do you know how powerful that is? 
Isaiah 55 and 6 says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. And so in intimacy and in the morning and in our relationship and in our prayer time, we're seeking the Lord. We're not seeking his hand. We're not seeking for him to uh to other prayers we're not doing that we're seeking the lord because we want to gain an understanding of who he is we're seeking the lord because we want to be in a better relationship with him we're seeking the lord because we want to begin to understand him by as father right we want to we want to begin to understand his holiness we under understand his will for us we under want to understand his sanctification we want to understand his steadfast love for us right and and we want to understand even his jealousy for us and where he's trying to take us in relationship with him. Well, the only way that I'm going to be able to find that, the only way that I'm going to be able to do that, the only way that I'm going to be able to close find that close with him is that I seek him early. That I seek him at a position and a time and a place, right? And it actually says meditate on his word day and night. That I seek him at a time and a place where nothing will interfere with me. Nothing will interfere with the relationship of God. Everything, um, everything that... So for my, so, so can I tell you something for my single women? Can I give you something today? If a man is looking for you, he needs to find you through God. Can I tell you that? And even for my married women, for your marriage to work, for you to be what you need to be to your husbands and everything else for my women, I'm just talking to my women for right now. And for my men who are single, if you want to find a woman of God, you need to find her through God. You need to seek the face of God like never before. Seek her through God. Like you seek her through God. You don't seek her through these worldly things. You don't let him, you don't let him find you through anything else. No, if a man is going to find you, he's going to find you through God. He's going to seek God. And he's, while he's seeking God, then he's going to find you. He's seeking God and he's going to find you and God is going to knit you. So you be patient and wait on a man that's seeking God. You be waiting and men, you seek God and he's going to line everything else up in your life because that's the intimacy in the relationship with God. And that's how he divinely ordered things. That's how he divinely puts things in place. So if I'm up seeking God, he's going to impart wisdom. He's going to impart strategies. He's going to give me the provision for the day um, because one of the things he guarantees is daily bread, right? I don't really have to talk to him. I can thank him for my daily bread. I can thank you. He's going to give me creativity. He's going to give me ideas. He's going to tell me this way, which way to go. He says, I'll tell you, I'll tell you to go this way. I'll tell you to go this way and that way if you'll listen to me and you'll yield to me. Well, how do we do that in an intimate relationship with God? That's how we do it in an intimate relationship with God. I want to leave you with one more scripture and then we're going to pray and, and get out of here today, right? This is the way you shall hear and this is the way that you shall walk in it when you return to the right or to the left, right? John 14, 16 reminds us on the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except to me, right? And so we want to hear that's Isaiah 30 and 21. That has become one of my most um, scriptures. Um, um, Yep, this has been one of my most significant scriptures lately. And your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way walk in it. When you turn to the right or when you turn to the left, that is something I am praying. Lord, I need to hear your voice. I need to hear you in every conversation. I need to hear you 
lead me throughout the day. I don't want to be regular anymore. I don't want to be complacent. I don't want to be outside your will. I need to be in your perfect will. Let me hear you giving me direction. Let me hear you give me the words to type. Let me hear you give me the words to say. Let me hear you to give me in my business. Let me to hear let me hear you in my children. Can I tell you something? Because we have to recognize, and that's powerful, Meredith. I might have to bring you in and let you talk about that in ladies' Bible study. Um, or on something together. I want to talk about that. Um, and he will begin to lead you and guide you when you render your ears to him. And he knows, remember, we're learning God is the good shepherd. Well, if I'm resistant to him because I won't lead, let him lead my day, then I'm never really going to learn him as good shepherd because what I think is I think I know better than him. And if I think I know better than him, then he doesn't get he doesn't get to lead my day. He doesn't get to lead my day because I think I know better than him. And we don't ever want to think we know better or more than God. We want to build a healthy relationship with God. I pray this helped you today. Like I prayed this helped you in some way today. That was not, I had a thousand notes here that I had written out. I thought we were going in a completely different direction, but the Holy Spirit always knows best. He always knows best. He always knows best. So let me tell you how this thing started out for me. The way that I was able to get to this place and this point in my life was because of Jesus. There's a scripture that I am meditating on in Romans 5 and that I thought I was going to share with us today. I got this through Jesus. Like we have it all together with God because of our master, Jesus. I do not have anything together because of myself. I have it all together because my master, Jesus. And God was just waiting on me to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He was waiting on me to make a decision to put him first. And so it began, something in me began to get stirred up to say this, this life you're living is not the best life for you. Right. And so as I began to figure it out, then a word of the Lord pricked my heart and came to me like there's something deeper in this, right? The Lord is speaking to some of you today. There's something. So I began to recognize there was something to this Jesus, right? There was something to this Jesus. I was empty without Jesus. And I know it's hard for people who are like, how do I believe in Jesus when I can't see him or when I touch him? Well, for me, everything else that I was doing was wrong anyway. <laughs> like for real, for me, I took the chance on Jesus because nothing else that I was doing was right anyway. Nothing else that I was doing was ending me back in the same, was putting me in the best place. Like nothing else that I had going on was ending me up in a better place. As a matter of fact, it was ending me up in the same cycle. Like it was ending me up in the same cycle. And so I had to come back into a position and a place of recognizing I needed something else because I had fallen into any uh, so many other traps. So first acknowledging, man, I'm a sinner. <laughs> Father, I'm a sinner. You can repeat this after me. I'm in need of a savior. That was my first suggestion. Lord, help me. I need a savior. Hey, Tish, if you will send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com, I can send you some strategies for that. Um, I'm in need of a savior. Um, Lord Jesus, I'm inviting you into my heart to take over my life. <laughs> Um, and Holy Spirit, I'm going to need the help. And I believe you died on the cross for my sins. That was the thing that I confessed. And once I confessed that, I ain't going to say it was easy. But when I tell you it began to change my life, 
And the more time that I began to spend with God and understand who God was, he began to make me over in the image of Christ. And I'm growing in grace daily. I'm not there yet. I'm growing in grace daily. I'm becoming who God tells me. The more time I spend with him, the more time that I'm in my word. So if you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. I would love to send you some information. Hey, do me a favor. If in any way the Lord tells you to partner with this ministry, if God says, you know what, I need you to become a monthly partner, or God tells you to sow a seed, or however God does it, will you please, will you please obey God? Go over to the website, click the donate button on LakeishaMJohnson.com, cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. You can find out all the ways we serve our community. You can find out all the ways we, I promise you, more fruit will abound to your account. God does not cash you out. I live by every word that proceeds out of my God's mouth and my seed. Don't be lazy in your seed. So when God tells you to sow, I promise you're going to reap a harvest. That's not just me. That's the word. Giving it should be given unto you. Press down, shaking together, run it over. And people are like, oh, he wasn't talking about that. Yes, he was. Malachi tells us, try me in this and see that I won't open up the one hand. Don't get slack in your giving. Don't get slack in your seed. Don't let the enemy make you think that your seed don't matter. When you sow seed into the kingdom of heaven, more fruit will abound to your account. It is how God works. I can, I can put, I can bank on that. I can put every guarantee. If you need prayer, email us. We love you. I'll see you back here in the morning. Go be loved today. Go experience the love of God. Let, let somebody else experience the love of God through you on this earth. Go be loved today. I will see you back here in the morning, 5 a.m. Why don't you invite somebody in? Why don't you host a watch party? We're getting the word here. God is transforming us into the image of Christ. I cannot wait to see what God does for us in the morning. That's how anticipation I am. I cannot wait to see how God does. Um, just Kiki Beavers is asking, how can you give? Please drop that information. I cannot wait to see God show out. Let there be no slack in our hands because there is no slack in God's hand. I just heard that. Don't let your hand get slack. Don't let your hand get slack because God's hands are not slack. So don't let your hands get slack. I love you. God loves you. See you in the morning. Back in the morning, 5 a.m. I'm praying for you. If you need us, you email us. We are here to serve you. We love to serve. We love to pray. Love. Peace. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.